Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Packham, joined this evening by Matt Knight. Good evening. And Jay Cross. Hiya. How's it going? Good. Good. It's obviously better because Branson's not here. It's fantastic, isn't it? So much oh, better. I, re- I really miss all those silly voices that he does, like, all of the time. Oh, hello, I'm Joe Branton. I'm doing a funny voice. Yeah, it's old. We get it. We get it. Get you it. can do funny voices. His Gandalf one's all right, actually. I sort of mean, he doesn't do that very often. That's good though. Yeah, it's good. It's save it for special occasions. Because every now and again, you're just like, I, I've sort of had Not enough the of you. Gandalf voice again. No, no, no. You just like, I've sort of had enough of you, and then he pulls that out, and it's like, oh no, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's just why you're here. That's that's why we're mates. You can do that's a half decent Gandalf voice. <laughs> Matt Knight, how's how's it going? How's your week? Yeah, good. Uh, I've been enjoying the sunshine, and uh, I've decided to uh, start a band. It's been far too long, and I can no longer remember what it's like to play with friends to, so to play in time <laughs> yeah and to play in time so <laughs> to, to be forced start a band. to not just do washy reverbs that last two hours yeah i mean that's that's you know ultimately you know the band has to eventually write a song that isn't two hours long and uh, includes nothing but reverb you have been in bands that haven't had songs though so yeah yeah so maybe i'll like you know mix it up a bit what bit of improvised what, it, what does that mean <laughs> i don't know <laughs> It's been so long, I don't even know if I can even write a song. I'll just plug all my equipment in and see what happens. And just lean a guitar up against an amp. Yeah, and let it just... feed back. Yeah. You know. Isn't that a thing that's happening? Um, it's y- a thing. Yeah, so um, that's the, the cool thing with that is like talking about leaning guitars up against amps and sort of leaving them is that's how Lou Reed's Metal Machine Music record came about. Um it was originally it was uh, if i'm not mistaken it, he made it to get out of um, it was to fulfill an, an al- yeah, to yeah the fulfill last a, album in album his contract cause. and uh and the it's the record is so good i mean i really like it i know you Dreadful. hate it but basically it's just he left a load of guitars to feed back and then sort of pitch shifted them and sort of sped some up and slowed some down and i think it's great i think it's really great it's just and it, like, all, there's four tracks on there they're all almost exactly 15 minutes long and they're probably the same track like reversed or something um, and it's just an hour of extreme noise um, and I think it's great but uh, f- as part of the Brighton Festival uh, which is being curated by uh, his wife is it his wife or has his wife got something to do with it I can't remember yeah, his wife's got something to do I with the that particular exhibition I think or yeah. is she doing the whole thing? I think she's curating it, yeah. Okay. Laurie Anderson, is that her name? Okay. I think that might be her name. Louise Reed. Uh yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> um and uh yeah, they're doing they're doing that. They've got a bunch of these guitars and they're gonna be set up feeding back into some amps in a church in Brighton. Um and I'm really excited because I bet it's gonna be wicked. Have you got tickets for this? It's free. Is it? It's free. Yeah, it's part of the Brighton Festival. So it's Although just... Lou Reed did actually perform Metal Machine music live with an orchestra. Which what? is uh Is it just loads of violins and then one person with their nails on a chalkboard? because well, I think at one point he was like obviously he did it as like a record contract thing and then when people were like, Actually, this is like the start of something this is the start of something new and he's like, Oh, I should probably like 
go out and perform it take it like, seriously okay, yeah how do you uh how do you before how do you even start with something like that how do you go oh, we're just gonna like go out and perform this um but yeah it's pretty nuts it's just maybe just goes on stage and turns all his amps on and then just walks off stage well, i mean not anymore i mean yeah he didn't do anything anymore well, but you know uh, it's... maybe he did yeah um uh, yeah laurie anderson is her name uh, did... that is yeah so matty have you found some other people that are willing to kind of collaborate in this band venture with you yeah, I, I think it's difficult in London because you like put musicians, London, and then you realise London is absolutely massive. So you're like, oh yeah, I'm based in like North London. You're like, it's going to take me longer to get there than it would to just get to Brighton. Yeah. Well, I might as well go to Brighton for a rehearsal and come back. It'd just take just as much time. In uh, fact, it would probably be easier because you can just get get on a train, train and go, yeah, get it's one 45 train. minutes. Um, but it, 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 it made me laugh because the amount of hilarious advert you see where it's like drummer needed for band and then it's like I've written all the songs I also need a second guitarist and a bass player yeah, yeah. like <laughs> so you're just a dude who's written some songs yeah you We've don't got need an it. album coming out big 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 people behind it and it's like I just some I just, the thing that I saw one advert and it was just like a lot more genuine guys like look not bothered about like doing loads of gigs just want to like have a jam and like he lives really near me and I was like that's cool that's what I want rather than being like being in a band we're like oh we take everything super serious yeah yeah, yeah. when you, like, you see those ads turn and it, up and it's like no oh. you see those ads and it's like uh like bass player needed for new uh new heavy rock band must be committed it's like yeah. how do you know yeah like, you, you might turn up and the music's dreadful yeah you might oh you might yeah. turn up and you might not like the people I and mean, you definitely won't like the people because no. if anybody has ever written <laughs> a, an advert that says must be committed which they're putting out to a bunch of strangers you're not going to like those people so yeah. don't go like just yeah. save it it's not worth it it's not worth the risk don't do it the ones that say like a uh, new band with industry hype or whatever it's like you haven't got industry hype because you're advertising for band members on Gumtree <laughs> <laughs> if you had industry hype you'd be able to get some session guys to fill this role of um young and upcoming drummer in a hair metal band um <laughs> yeah. are there are there any bad are there any hair metal bands with industry in interest yeah probably probably after like steel panther got big someone was but like that was still like 10 years ago i guess yeah i mean maybe not anymore <laughs> i don't know if you know it's been a long time since i looked at a band joining a band advert really i've, I've kind of got my band and right. sometimes you're in it and sometimes other people are in it um but the last thing I'd ever want to do is have to advertise for people on Gumtree. Yeah. It's like... Punk rock band with people reaching end of 20s yeah. slash early 30s looking for a new drummer. Yes. Uh, I did once um, put up an advert uh, for... Uh, on Mark's behalf uh, in, <laughs> the, brilliant. in the shop that we used to work in. Wait. Because we had, we had a notice board and um, we had a notice board on there and people would put up adverts and I was like oh this would be really funny and so I did I, I did a uh, I did an advert that was like bass player available oh, for <laughs> for uh, for bass player available for gigs uh, really into and then just listed a load of bands whose names you could abbreviate so like really into R-A-T-M R-H-C-P quote sir etc uh, please call Mark random it's just funny because that's and then did you, you actually know, put my phone and I did it? and you, you did get a phone call if I remember correctly yeah I believe so um, it's brilliant yeah and uh, I've, like, I'm quite into that though like also we used to get people coming into the shop all the time asking if we knew like do you know anyone do you know any drummers or anything and a couple of times like what this guy came in and went I'm trying to start this new ska band like do you know any drummers and I, uh, I, gave, I gave him the phone number for my mate Grumpy Pete uh, and uh, he was like, he was like, oh great! I was like, oh, mate, he loves Scar he punk. loves Scar. When give they him, give literally him a quick couldn't be anything further. And I got, I got like a, a, the angriest phone call yeah. about an hour later. So it's always a good joke. If ever, if ever you've got someone who, you know, definitely doesn't want to play in a Scar band, find someone who wants someone to play in a Scar band and give them their number. Put their number on Gumtree so yeah. the whole world can bother them definitely don't do that <laughs> um anything else going on matty um not really kind no. of just 
plodding along in the world of guitars. I'm thinking about doing. I've, I keep meaning to try and sort something out for doing videos on Monday for guitar nerds. Yes, worth well, mentioning. We've been. If you're not in the Facebook group, you should definitely do that. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum. Um, I put up an unboxing of a uh, load of pedals that we'll talk about in a minute um, on there. And I think we're going to try and do a lot more kind of like live video stuff in the Facebook group. It seems to work really well. Obviously, there's loads of uh, people in there want to talk about guitars. We can put up some live stuff. Um, and it means that you guys can chat along and like ask questions about what we're doing and stuff like that. So, Matt, you have Mondays off. Um, yeah, and we I thought-, thought about trying to maybe do like... Mostly just like some generic videos about like my setup and, and stuff, but also like some of the questions we get like tend to be a bit more techy. And I think like maybe if we did like tech question on a Monday or something like that, I might be able to answer it in a video like with what I've got. And I thought that might be quite quite interesting. Definitely to try and do something like that. So Matty Mondays, yeah. Matty Mondays, Matty Monday, Matt Nitro Mondays. Monday, Ma- Monday, Monday. Yes, I think that's going to be good. Um, so, what you're buying the stuff to do this? Are you? Yeah, I think so. I I will buy a tripod and a camera. No, I don't, I don't need a camera. I just need a thing to clip my iPhone onto. Yep, yep. They're You've really got cheap. My camera. Yeah, just you know, you can uh, shoot in 4K. Yeah, I thought I'd do some high tech uh, 4K. Six cam IMAX because I, I really need them for my home IMAX screen. You can do it. You can do it for. Um, you can do it with your iPhone now. Can you? Really? Yeah, you can shoot in 4K. Success. Yeah, on the success, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I was asking, I was will it be a success? It will be a great success. Yeah, good. <laughs> good. Um, I'll look forward to that, Matt. Um, we need to uh, work out what you're what you're going to do. But Yeah, and uh, I'm also uh, going to come down for some more videos in a week or two. Yeah. We've got loads more stuff to do, so... Tell you what, that um, Dino Range compressor from Johnny Rockgear sounded really good in that video. Yeah, I think because we, we monitor everything through like a Hughes and Kettner and it sounds like the little tube master and it sounds really good, but the direct feed sounds way better. Yeah, yeah. With I that... was like, actually, this thing sounds really impressive. Yeah, like, like just um, brightened everything up a bit and tightened it all up. Um, that is a really good sounding compressor. Yeah, I'm, I was, I think that's the thing, like I say, just hearing it through the monitors and through headphones, I don't think you always get the best idea, but as soon as like you hear the direct feed, you're like, ah, it's like... Uh, it sounded good through the amp. I was like, wow, that sounds way better than I thought it did through the little amp. Yeah. Which I think sometimes is just like when you hear things through a tiny speaker, you're kind of like, nah, yeah, it sounds okay. But actually when you plug it into a big cab, you're like, ah, oh, this is what it sounds like. Yeah. And uh, actually, did I mention I tried some of the bass breakers? I oh, no, no. no. They okay. came in. Um, they're all really good. Like, okay. Re- they all sound really different. And they all, and they all sound really good. The only one I haven't seen is the fifteen. Um, it's the only one that hasn't shipped yet. I don't know why they've decided to leave those ones out. But the uh, so they do the double O seven, which is basically just all gain um, and sounds amazing. It's kind of sounds like a really raucous cross between like a, a Marshall and an Orange, I suppose, okay. in the sense of that kind of drive. Um, the eighteen thirty um, is the two speaker. Um, dual channel one channel's 30 watts and one channel's 18 watts so like one channel's kind of like a deluxe and one channel's a bit like a Marshall like 74X I suppose with like minimal controls um, but yeah it actually changes power depending on what That's channel you're on really interesting so how do they do that is there two are there two no transformers idea. in there or does it just use half of the I have no idea it must it must do something weird within the circuit when you yeah. switch over but it just means that you've got one channel that's got really nice clean headroom and then you've yeah. got one that breaks up much nicer. Um, and then they do the 45, uh, which is like their basement, I suppose. Like their big deluxe, like super clean headroom, like, you know, nice big 2x12 cab. And actually, surprisingly, not that heavy. Like they look like they're going to be really monstrous, but actually they're, actually they're not too bad at all. And they look really good. Like compared to anything else in the Fender range, like they've actually kind of gone with a new look and it like really suits it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Sort of I'm like really excited great. about that. I'm really curious to try the 007. Like really it curious. Really good. It sounds really good. I think for the money, I think they're what, £248? What? I think we should buy one. I think Guitar Nerd should buy one. I think it'd be a good little uh, good little amp. They're £248? I thought they were going to be like Blues Junior. No, that's the um, that's the fifteen, the seven. Let me put it up. I think. Let me have a look. Uh, Fender, bass breaker head. 
007, I'm pretty sure is... Oh, wait, the head is the... What? I thought there was a seven combo. There's a seven combo as well, and I think, actually, let's have a look. The heads are 201. What? So they're even cheaper. I know, it's crazy money. Because you think 200... What does 200 quid buy you in the amp world? Uh, you know, realistically, like... A Laney pretty... Cub? Actually, not even a Laney Cub 12, I don't think. 007 combos, 268 pounds. Wow. I need to get... I need to like, have listened to one. I, I think, like ridiculous um you know single channel seven watts uh and it's line out really yeah really wow mm. okay mm. Uh, interesting and yeah one, one el84 so I, I suppose el84 same valves that are in the hot rods but yeah it's um it's just it just doesn't sound like a normal fender which i think is great because i think if it just sounded like a low-powered fender it wouldn't really be anything well i mean they've got that in the pro junior or in a super champ you know you can get yeah. that yeah what they needed to do is basically what they've done which by the sounds of it is make a make a marshal marshal yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. Um, and actually what's nice is the little treble booster circuit that's in it okay um which basically rather than just like a gain boost it's kind of like putting a treble boost on the front of your amp and it just kind of gives you like this nice rich upper harmonics without adding like tons of gain right so okay. it kind of works like a really usable boost which is how is, it should be. Is that switchable? Saturating. That's switchable as is well. Is it? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Oh, that's two hundred and sixty quid. Sub three hundred pounds. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's that's bananas. I mean, I think the fifteens. So I said the fifteens haven't landed yet, and the fifteen combo is four hundred and fifty-one. So that's kind of like a little bit more like blues junior. Like, but that's pro, still pro that's, that's cheaper than a blues junior. Yeah, by twenty-eight pounds or something. But like okay. that seems very odd for Fender to be doing that. Yeah. Very, very odd. Well, what I, speakers are what speakers are in there? Uh they say Celestian V type, so I like vintage style Celestians that are right, probably okay. specifically designed for yeah, yeah. Uh, for those. But uh, yeah, they, I mean there just isn't much in the market. I tell you what also is cool are the AC thirty heads. Oh okay. Oh what they've reissued those? Yeah. Well, so I don't like, think they ever discontinued them. They just they weren't available for a really They just long weren't time. available, but they're they're sort of more available now. Cool. They're, they're awesome. But yeah, the bass breakers, like, I, I don't know. Maybe people people have like certainly been coming in to like try them out and stuff. Yeah. But I think most of the stock is sold. Right. Um, so I, kind of, I suppose most people have been coming in and they haven't actually been able to get their hands on one. Um, and Fender don't don't seem to have done like a massive push on them. Um, and they haven't kind of marketed them the way I think they should be done. Like they've kind of just gone, oh, here's another like Fender, and it's relatively cheap. But like they haven't really like kind of pushed the sound of it. And it's like these things sound like so different to anything else on the Fender market. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm I really want to try a 007, hundred percent. Um, Jay Cross, what have you been up to this week? Um, so it finally happened. I'm afraid I sold my basement this week. Ooh, yeah. Uh, I sold it. Uh, I sold it to my mate who has been using it for the last. Uh, well, he borrowed it off me for a week about six months ago, and he basically <laughs> fell in love with it. And um, I, I kind of needed the money, and also like, I, I kind of didn't have the heart to get it back off of him because okay. he had completely fallen in love with it and uses it all the time and tours quite a lot, um, and had already like got it, had it serviced once, and it was like. Yeah, fair enough. Like I don't, I, I so I, I just was like, look, just give me some money for it, and I got like I, I got enough for it. I got what I wanted back from it, and yeah, I'm, I'm. So I'm also kind of taking a little step back to have a little think about what amp I want to get because I want to get something small. I mean, the basement was never something you could use at home. No, 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 absolutely not, absolutely not. Why didn't you replace the basement with the base, with the base breaker? breaker. Yeah. yeah, I see. That's what I think I'm going to do. Double um, seven. Yeah. Mac, you do us a deal on two. Yeah, sure. Okay, buy good. two, get why one free. Why don't we three? Yeah, okay. why don't I, and, I'll, and I'll take the third one home. Um, well, what have you got now then, Jay, left? Have you just I, got Have you got Vox or did you sell the no, Vox? No, I sold it. I sold, I sold my Vox. Uh, my um, Supersonic got smashed when, oh, I, gutting. when I lent it to my mate and um, 
he couriered it back to me. And Stop it, lending stuff out. They either break it or so fall did in you love not, with could it. Did you not claim on the? In- I did. Yeah, I got the sure. insurance money back for it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they gave me they gave me the full whack for it. Like, so whatever I mean, happened then? Did you keep the chassis or anything, or did you? No, I couldn't. I, no, I had to send. They came and collected it. Yeah. And uh, so basically, it was. It was a complete nightmare, and definitely, I would recommend to anybody if if you're ever going to ship an amp, uh, make sure you're you pay the extra, however much it is for the insurance. Like yeah, it won't yeah, be yeah. much; it'll be a tenner or something. Make sure you do it because even though we did it when he shipped my when my mate shipped this from Aberdeen to Brighton, um, it, like it turned up and it was completely smashed. So like one side of it was had like had like broken in two so it's a supersonic so it's just like it made out of proper like proper mm. materials proper high grade wood and part of it was like it split down the down the middle of one of the pe- of one of the panels a bunch of the knobs had been like smashed in and uh there was like a dent in um around the the bit that holds the fret cloth to the uh to the to the actual chassis so i mean it had been proper beaten up and i um i you know i sent some pictures off to the insurance people to the to the courier company and they were like well you know we're not sure we we need like we need better pictures so i sent them more pictures and then they went okay well we need a receipt so like i dug out the receipt thankfully i still had it um dug out the receipt and uh and said look this is how much i paid for it and I also sent them a copy of like a screenshot showing how much they were they were now when it was like a little bit less. Um, and they went, okay, yeah, there's one of two options. Either you can, uh, I think they said like you can keep it and we'll you can keep it and get it fixed and we'll pay for it. What smashed in half? Yeah. Um, or. Um, alternatively, you can send it to us. We will assess to make sure that it's definitely as damaged as you say it is, and then we'll credit you the full amount. And I was like, well, it's definitely as smashed as uh, I say it is. So they came to collect it, and uh, and they assessed it, and then they credited me. But what do they like do then? 28 that days that later. There's like a chassis somewhere for a NAMP. Yeah, I mean, I get, I, who knows? Who knows? Presumably, these companies have got... I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how it works, but you would you would have hoped... <laughs> that someone it's somebody's job or like a team of people's jobs to basically like anything that has an insurance claim on it go through all the stuff that comes back and be like right this we can fix this and we can sell it on ebay i bet you that is not the case yeah well i bet you it goes into like a a, a big skip yeah or just like a shredder like industrial yeah so well i mean because the insurance companies like insurance companies have insurance well, that's what I'm saying. They get paid out, so they probably have to prove that it's been completely destroyed for yeah. it to get paid out. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Um, do you reckon there's many? Do you reckon like, you know, parcels go missing like all the time, and, like thousands of parcels a year? Do you reckon people there's like some uh, have seen like a guitar and gone, "There's probably a guitar in that." Like, I'm sure there's probably some pretty evil people that have gone. There's probably like a really expensive guitar in there. I just oh, like without doubt. There's you know they'll. Um, without incriminating anyone, that definitely has happened. Like, <laughs> uh, not actually. Sorry, that sounds more uh, dark. I don't know of that happening, but um, yeah. I, I mean, think that's I always mean, the risk. Got like, to, whenever it's I've got sold to a guitar, happen. I'm always like, I'd rather like completely insure it or just like have someone collect it yeah. than just like just run the risk. Well, yeah. I remember when about four years ago or so we. In the shop we were working in, we very briefly moved from one courier to another courier, and the this courier that we'd moved to, we didn't stay with them for very long, and uh, because there was a load of hassle with them, and apparently they had they had let recently they'd let somebody go, one of them in the main office sort of let slip to me that they'd let someone go because they'd found them half inching stuff. And I, I knew you were going to say half inching. It's your cockney roots. Well, your cockney th- roots <laughs> showing through. Uh, yeah, so like I'm sure I'm, I, you know, the majority of people wherever you, in in every line of work are going to be super nice, and you know, in my day to day life, I could easily, if I wanted to, I could nick a load of stuff, but I don't do it, and just because you know, stuff that there's bad people everywhere, but most people are as much as I hate to admit it, most people are all right. 
I'll tell you who's all right. The good folk at Seymour Duncan Pedals. Absolutely. So Seymour Duncan sent us through a uh, little box of stuff this week. Um, This is what I've spent my week doing so far. Um, Playing with some new Seymour Duncan stuff. Yeah. Um, I watched the Periscope. Yeah. Well, it's not a Periscope because it was on Facebook. But... um, Oh, Okay. Yeah. I watched the Facebook. Yeah. So uh, this is what I was doing in the Facebook group this week, messing around with some live video uh, on Saturday. I had a bit of an afternoon to myself, so uh, went to the... Uh, in fact, this is a bit of a weird story. So when I get stuff now, um, when it gets delivered, if I'm not here, it goes to Londis. <laughs> Apparently what? Londis now are like a carrier for... Where is there a Londis around here? Nearby. Nearby. Um... And uh, <laughs> what, uh, not to the post office. Yeah, exactly. Well, because it's not through the post office. It was through like an independent courier. So. Oh, okay. Oh, right. Okay. Right. And right. Uh, yeah, so I had to go into Londis and ask the lady in there if she had a package for me, and she did. And it was full of Seymour Duncan stuff, which is cool. Um, so loads of pedals. Um, now thinking about it, I can't remember the name of all of them. Um, uh, so Matt, you might have to help out I, here. I have got, I've got them here. Should I list them in one long list? <laughs> no, well let's talk about them individually and I'll talk, because I've plugged some of them in so um, the the obvious one in the box and one I think that we're going to be giving away as a competition prize some point down the line is the pickup booster. We've talked about it plenty of times on here. I didn't realise how much of a kind of redesign it's undergone. Yeah. Um, mm. It's gone from that weird cheese wedge shape to a regular kind of like MXR style box. Um, yeah. Top mounting uh, um, input output jacks. They are. It, every, everything should be like that. I think all it's, the Seymour Duncan ones are actually. I think they're all they top are, mounted. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the pickup booster, it's kind of a bit of a classic, really. Um, it's funny, really, because the, the Seymour Duncan pickup booster is like, that was, that kind of predates all pedals. of these sort of like niche pedals. Yeah, totally. Um, you know, when I first started working in a guitar shop, when, you know, so I started in 2009, working, I think was when I first started in the shop. And like, if you wanted uh, like a clean boost, it G- was Boss GE7. Well, other than that, it was pretty much the only pedal that did it. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe the maybe the Electroharmonics LPB, maybe, but it wasn't really clean. But probably even the nano version of that wasn't even out. It would be the LPB 2U. Oh, the massive one, yeah. Which was course, the tube yeah. boost, which isn't really clean. It's no. Like... But yeah, it was pretty much the only thing that did it. Yeah. And I, I mean, I loved it. I thought it was great. And it was an absolute travesty that they discontinued it. Well, it was their only pedal, and that's always going to happen when you've, you know, if you make pickups primarily and then you launch one pedal. One amazing pedal. It's not going to last very long. No, I know. You've got to do a range of things. Yeah, for sure. Um, And that's what they've done. So the the pickup booster is still, I guess it's weird because they don't really market it as a clean boost. No. They market it as something to change the sounds of your pedals. So there's three settings on there. Of there's, your pickups, not your pedals. Oh, sorry, of your uh, yeah, of your pickups. So there's uh, like zero, one, and two. I think zero is the middle position, and they say this is the boost without any kind of uh, tonal shaping going on. Right. Position one, I think, is to turn single, single cores into, into humbuckers, yeah. and then position two is humbuckers into single. I seem to remember. Um, and that was what they sold it on originally. They weren't. There wasn't this big market of like transparent, clean treble. You know, like boost pedals. Um, it was like almost like a gimmick because. Oh, so like, oh, we do pedals, but uh, we do pickups. Sorry, but if you don't like how your pickups sound, buy a pedal. Um, and that was kind of weird. Um, whereas now, I think they're people are a bit more of aware of like what boosters. Yeah. Do. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's just the way that, yeah, the, the way they describe it now is different to how they probably would, like you say, would have described it like, I don't know, 10 years ago. Yeah, totally. Totally. Because um, it, it wasn't the idea that, yeah, you could plug a Strat, you could plug a Les Paul in and you could make it sound more like a Strat as yeah. well. And vice versa. And it's kind of like really, really weird. But I just remember it being like, yeah, totally like gives you loads of volume but it just gives like a load of clarity it just sounded just really nice just really like sweet sounding yeah but they disappeared for ages didn't they it was yeah. they kind of just went oh can't be bothered to make this anymore and then it sort of just cropped up again out of nowhere well probably because they weren't particularly selling that many because like if you just see that they've got one pedal and it's not in a range you're probably not going to buy it there's no. like a weird 
yeah. kind of psychological effect about that, I think. Whereas, you know, they've come back and they've done loads more pedals. Um, and they did, like, some pedals in the middle as well, didn't they? They did those weird kind of bigger pedals. Like the Shapeshifter Tremolo, was that one? Yeah, yeah. Is um, that, did you get one of those? Because that's still a current... Well, that's a, that is a... It's reissued now. Yeah. They did the same thing. Sure, yes. Yeah, similar thing. But there was like quite a... And there was like a drive, maybe a valve-driven drive, I seem to remember, that was in like a bigger box. Um but yeah, they kind of did those in the in the interim, and now they've kind of actually got a bit of kind of unity and a bit of kind of uh, a kind of an actual range going on. Um, so yeah, pickup booster is the kind of first one. Um, the dirty deeds distortion, yeah, um, which actually sounds really good. Yeah, I've, I've not do. heard it before. Um, if you watch that kind of live video that we did, it's me kind of fumbling through the pedals and not really knowing what they do. But after that, I plugged in the dirty deeds. It sounds great. Like if you want a like classic rock to kind of metal pedal, yeah. um, sounds really tight. Like really tight, um, but still got enough kind of keeps enough characteristic of your guitar. It's not like a metal zone or something that you just kind of hear the pedal. No. Um, yeah, it's got some. It's got some real kind of some good vibes about it. That pedal. Mm. Yeah, uh, I wasn't I expecting like it, it to. Yeah, I was expecting yeah. it to be like kind of a cheap and nasty distortion but it's good it's funny isn't it sometimes like a name just the, the pedal name you can just instantly like, you know what it's going to be yeah. you're like well yeah oh, Dirty Deeds is like... a bad name but pretty much all metal pedals have a bad name um, yeah. you give metal pedals a bad, bad name. name good um, so what else did we get uh, the, the Vapor we, Trail we got the Vapor Trail Delay I um, love that it's so good I've not plugged it in yet I really like it. I want to have a listen. Um, it, I've just edited our video of the cast engineering Casper uh, delay. So now it's better than that. Um, well, no, maybe I, not. I, 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 I've never AB'd them. I'm not sure. The cast engineering is very good. Yes, I know. Um, so now we've got quite a collection of delay pedals here to maybe do some AB tests or mm. ABCD tests on, maybe. Um, and the Vapor Trail, I think, will feature in that as yeah. well as having its own demo video. Matt, what are your thoughts on the Vapor Trail? Um, one thing actually I really like about it which is the output if you use a stereo or like an insert cable so stereo to dual mono you can plug in say like an overdrive pedal into okay. the output and then you can actually basically just have an effect just on the delay repeats ah uh, okay which so, I think is so like ha- cool really. having an effects loop basically built into the pedal yeah yeah basically that's really cool. Um, just done with one output. Yeah, it's, I think it's really nice. It's you can because you can do it on, say, for example, like a timeline. But the problem is, is that you lose the stereo feature. Yeah. Now this is obviously just mono, so it's kind of nice just to have that on there and just like yeah, a chorus or like even doing something weird like having an octave pedal and just having that affect the repeats. It's like sounds ri- like you could Boss you could slicer. go really crazy. Yeah, slicer. You could go crazy like get a count to five or something like. That. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. That and yeah. that just affecting the repeats, but you still get the kind of 
the normal delay sound come through as well. It's like, yeah, you can do some weird stuff with it. And it's not many pedals kind of have that feature. You Could know, you kick that in with your ES8 in some way? Um, maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I could probably work out a way to do it. That would be interesting. It's far too, far too boring to talk through it now. But yeah, there's probably a way you could run it into an effects loop and then change the order around. Because I thought about trying to do that with the timeline, seeing if you could get it to work that way. But I haven't got around to sort of trying it. But I thought there must be a way you could you could do that. I'm quite into that idea of being able to switch it, switch the effects loop of the delay of pedal the delay, on and yeah, off yeah. using the ES8. Well, that, that's that, that's the cool thing about you know something like when the ES8 where you've got the volume send. If you send it into the effects loop of an amplifier and effectively run the four cable method, you're, it's like having a multi-effects, but instead of like a GT100, it's all your own effects. So you can choose what goes into the preamp and what goes into the effects loop. So if you want the reverb in the effects loop, but you want your delay to run into the front end, you can just place by changing the order whereabouts the preamp is you effectively you're taking the preamp out of the amplifier and placing it in its own loop which is like a pretty nuts thing to do really yeah like virtually you know so yeah you could have and in in one way what you could do is if you've got an amp with an effects loop you could then in theory run it into the effects loop return of another amplifier i'm sure there's like a way you could probably take the preamp for one amp and run it into the power amp of another with the es8 (laughs) That would be, I mean, that would be pretty weird, but yeah. Because I saw a product that came out of NAM called Synergy, and they're basically going with all these, they've basically built a, like a little rack-mounted box that is just a preamp that then plugs into your power amp, but they've got other companies to design the preamps. So like Friedman um, are designing a preamp for it. So it's, it's like the old Randall modules. You plug this module in, and then it goes straight out into the power amp of another amplifier i was going to say that sounds exactly like the randall uh modular but, system but but other companies have designed them not <laughs> good although there's i think it's i remember seeing a video where billy corgan uses that in his live rig but there's a company who mods all the units yes, all the modules i've heard about they this. like swap all the components out and put like high spec components out yeah. and then just basically change them all yeah yeah, like, oh, actually, that sounds all right. Yeah, there's. I remember them just being a nightmare whenever trying to sell them. It's like, oh, what what preamp have I got in? And like trying to slot it in, just being like, Ugh. yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Apparently, there's quite a big community of people that are like getting in and modding those preamps, um, and like like you say, like adding higher quality components, just making it sound much better. As in in a way, I suppose you know, with so many people kind of going to like Helix and Axe Effects and people buying like just a rack power amp. Um, you kind of think actually sort of having different preamp modules that you could switch between sort of makes sense. Yeah. Because a power amp doesn't necessarily add anything maybe tonally as much because you could have a pretty like flat response power amp. Yeah. Um, There's a company called uh, Fryette who makes this thing because it's like a power station and it's basically like an attenuator but not only does it attenuate it's got a 60 watt valve amp built into it so if you plug it into the speaker out into that into a speaker from like a one watt amplifier you can effectively add 60 watts of volume or you can decrease it to zero and i was like what a brilliant idea because then you can gig with any volume amp and then just add 60 watts to it in terms of power with a di out i was like that's amazing you can just take anything and it's never you're never going to have an amp go that's going to be too quiet <laughs> that sounds like an absolutely bonkers product yeah but it's like it's it's just it's like a it's like a reverse attenuator i suppose yeah yeah, um, yeah. but it runs through a proper valve amp yeah it runs through a vo- proper valve power section um there's actually i think steve on the facebook group uses one so when he takes the smaller amps out for bigger gigs can he doesn't have to worry about up. taking a bit yeah nice. without that, lots of headroom surely that's going to color the sound though um well yeah, yeah because, because, it, um, because i mean it, the change in headroom is going to affect it because like, surely at that, I mean, how much is one of these? It's gonna be five hundred quid. At that point, like, you could just buy you a louder. Just buy amp. a louder amp. You know what I mean? Like, you could do, but then I suppose if you have got like a preamp, I suppose the preamp is like a big part, like core part of the sound, isn't it? It like sculpts everything before the power amp gives it all the volume. And I, you know, it could be that you've got like this wicked sounding four watt box, and you're just like, I need that, but I need it louder. Right. 
but then it's not going to sound the same. No, just mic it up. Mm, yeah. I, d- I, I mean, you know, I, I'm sort of playing devil's advocate here. I, I do quite like how, you know, for the last 10 years or so, every, everything, uh, all these companies have been going... No, look, we need Make to. Quieter. We need to get quieter. We need to. We need to get quieter. And now these guys have just gone. Nah, mate, it wants to be well loud. Like just add let's 60 just make watts. it. Let's just make it really loud. Think of a number. Add, add 60. sixty. Perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. Can I plug my um, my uh, super basement three hundred into one of these and get three hundred and sixty watt yes. bass amp? Yes, you can. <laughs> Imagine that. So the other Seymour Duncan pedals that arrived, the stereo uh, trem. Matt, you'll have to remind the, me of the, the name. The shape shifter. The shape shifter. Yes, yeah. I've not tried that one yet. Um, looks it's in interesting. Purple as well. It is the best another purple sparkle. Any. I think I'm going to try and build an entire purple sparkle pedal board because so many pedals are in purple sparkle um, that I think it might be possible to build an interesting board just in purple sparkle. Right on. That'd be awesome. Um, and the other thing they sent through is their brand new um, like preamp, um, which again, Matt, you'll have to remind me of the name of. Is that the Palladium? Yeah, the Palladium. Palladium, yeah. Palladium. Palladium. Um, which looks good. It looks like the front end of an amp. I've not had a chance to plug it in just yet. Um, but that could be interesting um, because... I wonder if it would work well for what we're using. Indeed. Well, that was my thought. So we use that two-note cab simulator, yeah. but we're finding this a little bit dark sounding. So maybe running a higher quality preamp in the front end might be nice. Um, and the Palladium could probably do that. Um, I need to test it out, actually, and I'll probably put something up on Facebook um, with a bit of a test of this. Um, Is it? Because it's it's also got a boost on it as well. It has got a boost. It's a twin pedal. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, But it's like laid out like an amp. Um, So I think you've got three band EQ plus a presence, uh, and then you've got this boost control as well. So that could be very interesting. Huh. (laughs) I, um, I like some of the the um sample settings they've got brown sound 90s hard rock versatile classic mother jams chain garden okay right. good oh wow you've what? really just gone everything all out there yeah yes i aggressive think aggressive rhythm i was gonna say yeah. i think that might be like a 90s sound mother jams train yeah train garden yeah. maybe um but yeah i reckon that could work quite well i think um because the 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 cab simulator gives a great like sound of basically micing up a cab but sometimes you need the preamp in there just to give it a little bit of yeah well like, there's a little bit of a little bit more character there's a preamp built into that but it's we're finding that it's maybe a bit dark sounding for our mm. needs um so yeah the palladium could be a, a decent option i think and maybe good for anyone who want who's got a board that kind of functions in the same way maybe you know if someone's using a kind of amp list setup um, and going straight into a PA, then maybe that might be a good preamp for them too. Yeah, yeah, I'll be interesting to um, to hear it. Yeah, definitely. We should um, we should set that up uh, when we next do some demos. I think. Yeah. So um, there's literally no news this week. Um, no news um, because we are kind of equidistant between winter and summer now. So this is kind of a bit of a quiet period. You look like you wanted to say something. I was just going to say winter is coming, but it's not, is it? Summer is coming. Summer is Summer coming. is literally the best on its time way. Is coming. Um, yes. Uh, so there's no news. Nothing new has come out this week. So what I thought we'd do, it's been a while since we've actually done any questions on the main It has been a while um, <laughs> since we've done any questions on the main podcast. So I went to the Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum, um, and uh, picked some questions. Are there any bass specific queries? That I don't we can... think there are. Oh, I mean, is but that why he's not here? No, well, it might Did be. Did he good. read through it and it, then went, oh, yeah, I'm I mean, not bothered with this. He stopped saying that a long time ago because he realised that there, 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 there was no bass related <laughs> queries. Yeah. Bass related queries. That was his thing, wasn't bass it? Bass related so queries. Yeah. I thought what we do uh, is go through them. Um, some of these will be good for you, Matt, because they've got a bit more of a retail slant and um, other things will kind of chip in, I guess. Um, Questions. <laughs> That's why he's here. Oh yeah, is to do that like That's, that to do those his, bits. Yeah, this is very good. Um, I list, I checked out this YouTube guy the other day called Markiplier, who's like I think a gaming like YouTube oh, yeah, guy. Yeah. He's got literally the deepest voice I've <laughs> ever heard. And if Branton could get exactly that voice down, I think 
we would also have millions of subscribers. I mean, yeah, if it helped us get like 10 million subs, that'd, yeah. be, uh, that'd be brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's got a very low voice. Speaking of people with low voices, uh, Tay Zonday followed me on Twitter. What? The other day. What? Yeah. The chocolate rain the guy. The chocolate rain guy. Why? I don't, I Does mean, he just follow loads of people? No. Does he follow loads uh, of he people? He follows loads of people, Like yeah. millions of people. Not millions, but hundreds of thousands. Oh. And yeah, Tay Sunday started following me. I want to get the Tay Sunday. It's well cool. Um, if you've got a minute, uh, pause this podcast, go to YouTube and search Tay Sunday Weezer because he does a version of uh, Pork and Beans with Brian from Weezer, the guitar player. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Tay Sunday does the singing and it's... <laughs> pretty pretty awesome um anyway should we dive into these questions yeah let's do it um dan says still looking for the right double gig bag i'm looking for the slimmest one possible that offers adequate protection so i won't have any issues flying overhead bins cranky tsa agents etc i was about to go for the gator pro 2x until i saw just how thick the profile was any ideas matty double gig um, bags the only one I know of is the Mono Double Electric. Yes. Um, which is like an awesome bag. I think it's like 200 quid. So it's not cheap, but uh, I saw one the other day and I was like, this bag is like solid. I mean, how much they're are like, they? I think they're better than better than hard cases in a way because they're so thick and yeah. so rigid and the guitar's sitting there like under so much padding. Like yeah. it's. But I think if you're taking it on a flight... Like, I mean, you could only take it on with you if it was in a gig. If it's in a, even if it's in one of those mono cases, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it wouldn't survive um, in a. Uh, it wouldn't survive in in the hole. No, no. But slimmest possible. I mean, you're trying to put two guitars into one bag. Like, it's never going to be that slim. No. Um. But I mean, I mean, people take acoustic guitars with them on the plane, so. Yeah. You should be able to take two electrics without too much hassle, I'd imagine. Yes, I mean, they're only the same thickness, uh, if not only slightly more, than like a normal acoustic hard case. Yeah. Um, but if I was going to buy a gig bag, if I you know, if I was travelling around a bit more and I needed more protection, I'd just buy a mono bag. They're definitely the best ones yeah. on the market. Yeah, I think there's, there's been so many... In the times that we've all kind of worked in guitar shops and been around guitar shops, like... There's been so many brands that have kind of almost got it. Like the Warwick bags were kind of yeah. almost there. Um, mm. Ritter were kind of almost there. Yeah. Even Fender flirted with doing some good bags for a yeah. while. Yeah, and Mono have just kind of come in and absolutely nailed yeah, it. They've just got it's oh, that tire on the bottom. Yeah, absolutely like is. Yeah, drop proof, and they're the only cases that are actually waterproof as well. Yes, well, not water. They'll be water resistant. They won't be waterproof. You don't. No, they're throw, waterproof. What throw them in the sea? Yeah, you could throw it in the sea. <laughs> yeah, don't you shouldn't say that because you have to sell these day in day out, and someone will listen gonna, to this. I'm, I'm going to Google it. I'm going to Google Mate, mono. Yeah, you <laughs> imagine if the first result was a man throwing it in the sea. It's, that it's sounds, still got sounds a zip. Like, the, zips like a, the zips aren't watertight, geez. You that sounds like a guitar nerds video in the making. Can, can we throw right, we need, a we guitar need, in the sea? We need to contact. Uh, can we, borrow, we need to contact mono? Mate, bring uh, your um, bring your Les Paul down in your mono bag, and we'll chuck it in the we'll sea and see what happens. Sea. Yeah, yeah, that's the video. <laughs> if it comes out dry, what do I win? Uh, you win a Les Paul. You win probably a f- quite a few more subscribers on YouTube, I would imagine. Um, <laughs> so all good. Well, they come with a lifetime warranty. Yeah, not if you drop it in the sea, mate. <laughs> Nick says, uh, have you come to that point in your playing when you start to rarely use tablature and go primarily by ear? I haven't used tabs in two years and I always go by ear. J-Cross, I... have you ever read a tab? Uh, <laughs> I, used to, I used to go on mxtabs.net. Wow, okay. And look up, uh, look up how to play songs from Conspiracy of One by The Offspring. I actually, I had uh, the Americana tab book. Okay. Uh, so I didn't need that but that's the only tab book that I've ever bought mine um, is uh, Flaming Pie by Paul McCartney really? yes that's cool yeah um, I think one of the problems it, that I had and I, actually I think this is quite an interesting uh, subject seeing has I've now seen uh, buying tablature books both as a consumer and as someone who works in uh, in a shop it's a nightmare it's an yeah. absolute nightmare because, like, you got to think about, like, the timing of the whole thing. So, like, a band releases an, a new record and someone has to quickly work out how to play all those songs, convert that into 
a different language, which is tab, then send it off and get it published and then get it printed and then get it distributed into loads of shops. Like the way that the world works nowadays, by the time that's all been done, no one's listening to the album. Getting, or they, the band has put out another record. Yeah. You know, and they, they, they don't have the staying power. And I think to a certain degree, you know, that alongside the fact that um, there are tabs that I, I mean, I'm sure, I don't know if mxtabs.net still exists. <laughs> probably I'm, not. I presume it probably doesn't. Matt, Ult- Matt Ultimate, is furiously Googling it right now. <laughs> Ultimate tabs, I think that's the one that comes yeah, up. Yeah, I, I used to use Ultimate, Ultimate tabs. Ultimate tabs comes up quite a lot when I'm trying to find Weaker Than's songs. No, um, unfortunately, mxtabs uh, now has 612 likes on Facebook as it was the first legal website offering free guitar and bass tabs. Uh, and its own Wikipedia page. Wow. Well, there we go. MX but, oh, wait, hold on. We have a dress. Uh, oh, it's called Songster now. Mm. Right. So Songster. they've gone legit, they, they basically. They went with a rebrand. They've gone legit. Uh, yeah. So uh, I, I used to love the internet back in the day. I mean, it's Spacejam. still Com. good. You should check Spacejam. it out. Spacejam.com. No, I hear the internet's pretty rubbish. It's, like, it's you can't great. really... There's no... You know, that's why we still put this out on the actual... On the airwaves, it's, oh, yeah. on it's the on, radio. It's on an AM... AM, AM FM radio. <laughs> um, no, the internet's rubbish now. You go on Facebook, you go on Twitter. Whereas back in the day, you'd have to scour GeoCities for your Nirvana tabs. Uh, yeah. And it was much better that way. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Matt, do you still use tabs at all? Uh, only if I'm like really stuck like just I like hear a song and I'm like oh I wonder what the chord sequence is for that and then I'm kind of like can't work it out by ear and then I just go oh someone's kind of because there's a lot of good like free tabulature stuff but I think that the 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 free stuff is is nowhere near as good as stuff that you can actually like um so like ultimate tabs you can actually pay yeah and then you download a free version of guitar tab pro and then it loads it into that and then yeah. it actually plays along in time and you can see the notes you can slow it down you can like uh like a b certain parts so it will like loop around certain parts and kind of only go between certain points and like that's ultimately like much better like a, a guy i live with when uh, he was studying his degree um at bim like wrote all of his tracks out in guitar pro um, tab and it's just like so much easier to follow than like 677 on like you know is that oh, yeah it just got really annoying and most of them are wrong it's just like annoying I like that kind of weird um, like I used to read like um, like alt news groups back in the day like, you were telling me about this you won't remember week. alt news groups but they were like uh, kind of I used to get them through uh, out Microsoft Outlook and they were kind of like forums, but delivered by email. Um, that's the kind of the best way I can describe it. And I used to, so weird. I used to subscribe to some tab stuff, and people would get in like wars over like people copying each other's tab, and like I seem to remember people were like copying it, then like m- making it bad. <laughs> Like making it wrong and then re-uploading it under the person who originally did its name, so that they would get a bad reputation for doing bad tabs. I do feel like um, you know the the whole world of writing guitar tabs. I think has probably died back a little bit from what it was, but I I still think that's like a real like you know that your band is a success if, if someone someone else done has a bad a... tab of your well, song or like even a good tab of your song no you know? i think you've made you know you've made it when there's a bad tab right of your song because then someone's gone to the effort of doing it but like but, not really but like they're not good at enough at it <laughs> to make it good i think is you know you've made it when someone has badly tabbed your song right okay cool Big Tad, time. Tadly babbed. I guess that's all kind of gone when uh, people can now up, essentially upload, upload instructional videos, videos yeah, yeah, of yeah, how yeah, to of play course. this. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so um, Scott says, okay, guys, which orange beauty would you choose? US Stratocaster Elite in Autumn Blaze or Johnny Marjag in KO? I'm torn between the coolness of the Jaguar but the potential specialness of the Elite Strat. Matt Knight. Um I would go if it was me personally. I would go for the Johnny Marr because that guitar is just awesome. That, that those like we every time I pick one up, I'm like, this guitar is so good. I wish I had the money to buy one. I just they, they sound good. They they play really nice. They kind of sound a little bit different to kind of anything else on the market. And I'm sorry, an orange Strat is just not 
a nice looking thing. Oh, you're crazy. I'm going for the strat every time. You are. I think if I think if it had a torque guard on it. No, no, no. no from a man, from it looks a man like... who owns an orange guitar, the only colour that scratch plate should be is white. 100%. Mirror. mirror. I mean, the mirror was good, but it made it look a little bit anemic. The white just... It's the perfect contrast between the dark orange and the kind of white or like parchment pit guard. Um, I just... For me... I just don't like Jaguars. I just can't get on with them. I just can't get on with that bridge. But this this one, yeah, but this mug. one doesn't have that. It does. This one has like a proper bridge on it. It's got a Mustang it. bridge on it. Oh, has, has it, it, it got a tunematic? No, it's no, got it's a Mustang. Better than a Mustang. Okay, well, it's, yeah, it's got like. Has it a, has a, it still got American that? Has it still got that annoying trem unit in there? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there we go. I'm going with the Strat. You're a mug. You're a mug because like Strats. Strats aren't cool. Strats aren't cool. Oh, and I believe the one uh, that Scott posted, he posted some pictures up in the group, was the humbucking one, the one with the shawbucker. Okay. So humbucking strat, sparkly but, orange. But what else do you want? I, I don't like the elites. I don't like the elites. I, I get if you're going to get anything, no. get a standard. But, the standard, no, but they don't come in sparkly orange. Or get a custom but, shop then. No, no. Get the elite. Don't get the elites. The uh, the elite is is it's is it. it it's out there to try and tempt you to spend money that you don't need to spend because the standard is better. But what if you want a humbucker in sparkly orange? Then you need to give yourself a few extra months and get that custom shop because it will be <laughs> worth it in the long run. I don't Whereas know. the Elite will will do the same thing that um, the Deluxes have suffered with for the last 10 years. That is, they'll last for... 18 months or so and then they'll be redesigned because they, they're not selling because ultimately they're not as good as they should be uh, the last deluxe has lasted a long time but Jay we bought uh, I saw your guitar today uh, in the store we unboxed it the uh, Duesenberg um, Johnny Depp signature oh okay yeah yeah but what's one the... pickup vibrato it's got a, it's got a crow on it it's got a sparrow on it it's got the number three on it about 20 times why uh, does he like three? I don't know. Comes with the pirate hat. Does it come with the pirate hat? <laughs> <laughs> I wish it did. One day we'll be able to tell that story on this podcast about the slash top hat, but maybe like we need to put some distance between us and that for a uh, yeah. Well, that's yeah. that's a story for another day. Another day. Maybe that's a Patreon episode. And another I, I day. I think if I was if 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 coming came to me and were like, oh, we're going to do a signature, I definitely want to include something ridiculous. In. big inflatable finger <laughs> yeah just so you can't play the guitar I'm all about that definitely <laughs> Paul says um, for 29 years I've strung my guitars with Ernie Ball strings on Saturday I bought something different on Sunday my Leicester got a set of Dodari yeah yeah <laughs> bought some strings on Monday <laughs> strung them up on Tuesday um, on Sunday my <laughs> Playing blues on Wednesday. <laughs> My Leicester got a set of Daddario MYXLs. First impressions are very good. Very, very good. <laughs> Anyone else change the habit of a lifetime on a whim only to question why the hell they've been stuck in their ways for the last three decades? Matt, what have you been doing since you started playing guitar that you changed and it changed your world for the better? Um, really heavy picks. I started using chicken picks from like 73 mil to what are these ones? 3.5 mil. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> that is literally the thickness of a dinner plate. Yeah, yeah. I, I use a dinner plate as my pick. I, I specifically go for the bone china ones, the ones I can kind of really <laughs> file down to a fine nub. Okay. Um, that and when I went when I switched to Dario strings when they came in like a few years ago and they had the balanced tensions I was like oh I'm going to try these I've used Ernie balls for like ten years and then I was like oh wow these Dario strings are way better yeah I I, you know and part of me is like you know I've always kind of been like strings are sort of strings but you definitely prefer some to others but I was kind of like oh they really did make a difference but that's probably the biggest the biggest thing. Buying a Les Paul, having I never owned a, like a dual humbucker guitar. Well, I mean my SG, but I never ever kept two humbuckers in it. <laughs> no, 
No, there was always P90s in there. In fact, yeah. it still is, right? Uh, one P90 and one humbucker. Okay. So still still not quite there. No. Jay Cross. Um, to Dario Balotensians, yeah. I think, is probably also yeah. the answer for me. Um, I had always played early ball strings. It's weird, this the the story sounds quite similar. I I'd always played only ball strings for I mean for, even from when I was a kid I I was playing um, relatively heavy strings I guess I mean I I was playing I, I'd always use skinny top heavy bottoms um, and um, I I just I used those all the way through playing guitar and then when I started playing bass it was always um, only ball hybrid slinky and then uh, those the Dario balance tensions came out and it was oh wow 50 to 120 but standard tuning I'll yeah g- i'll give that a go and um yeah i've never looked back those strings are absolutely incredible and they're really heavy but they it just it feels right for the bass it feels feels right and uh 11s uh 11s on everything if you're not using 11s then you're doing something wrong on an electric guitar in that right matt yeah you See, need to have this. 11s so, I'm, I'm thinking about um, actually talking to my SG. I was thinking about putting really heavy strings on it, doing something like really down tuned. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll just get an eight string set and just discard oh, yeah. the top two strings and do. Uh, I think it'd work out at like fourteen to eighty or something ridiculous. I was like, right. yeah, <laughs> awful. You need to get the nut recut at that point, surely. Yeah. No. No. Just no nut. Just let them. Just let them loose. Just let them well, flap that's what around. Be, you say that, but that's more or less what Tom from Architects uses. What, no, no nuts. Eight strings. No, what do they tune down to? Uh, I think the newer stuff isn't as low as it was, but I think he said he's playing 13 to 72, I think. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I remember the... Um, no, that's, that's, no, it's lower than that because maybe it's 13 to 80. Because 72, 13 to 72 is um, Dadari, is uh, Ernie Ball baritone slinky. Yeah, thirteen seventy-two. So well, I remember heavier than that. A friend of mine played a uh, Clapton Strat, which he had tuned down to drop G. <laughs> Classic Clapton <laughs> tuning. I love it. I love that uh, album. What was that album? Sort of like eighty-six, something like that. It was when yeah, he was. Uh, he was like, you know what still... we need to do, boys? We need actually. Funny enough, the one amp you'd never thought you'd see Clapton using, but in the in the nineties, he used Soldano. Really. Yeah, that was like one of his like main rigs at one point, like Soldano. I mean, like, that's that's for high gain. That's not really the one amp that I don't think he'd ever use. If I mean, I, there's a high, I, I mean, Engel Marshall MS2. <laughs> <laughs> no, have you not seen him on tour? Just loads of those with little mics all mic'd up. That's how he actually does his monitoring. He just has two MS2s like gaffered to the side of his head. <laughs> That's the I hear it's the way that the clapped the clapmeister is doing it these days. Anyway, with that we should probably wrap this up. Uh, we're going to answer loads more questions over in the Patreon episode, patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds, um, where for as little as five dollars a month you get an extra half an hour of guitar nerds content every week, um, and for uh, ten dollars a month uh, you get to be one of our executive backers. Now all at the moment. All of those places are filled. We limited it to 20 places, um, and it's going to stay that way. So um, these kind people have done that, and unless they drop out, um, you can't do it. No. This is a very, very exclusive club. Do you want to do the names, and I'll do. A, I'll drop the beats. Okay. Um, so, yeah, these people are executive backers. Craig David. Um, doodle-a-ding, doodle-a-ding, doodle-a-ding. That's not Craig David. No, that isn't... Uh, <laughs> That's, That's uh, no, no scrubs. scrubs. <laughs> I'm going to go with it. I'm going with no scrubs. Ding, 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 ding. Read the names. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Mark Bryce. Mark Bryce. That doesn't. You're not in time. 
Mark Bryce, Rob Pierce, JD Short, Andy McKenzie, Eric Seary, Paul Corrigan, Jack Godfrey, Jack Conroy, Chris Wilson, Scott O'Brien, Matt Quine, Fletch Fletcher, Phil Thompson, Laurie Ansis, Moon Gravit, Colin Anderson. Is that it? That you, like, you didn't even do it right. Okay. <laughs> I think that was the best one we've ever done. That's the best end to the podcast yet. So, thanks to those people for um, for subscribing. Sorry for like, I'm not, I'm not sorry for anything. No, no. Um, can we do a parody version of that called No Grubs about how it's gutting if you haven't eaten grubs for a long time? Matty, when's the last time you had a grubs? Long time ago. Now oh. I'm grubs. Cheers. Oh. Tune in tune into the Patreon to find out what grubs is. Yeah, indeed. Um if you want to get more of this, obviously head over to patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds. If you want to join in the fun and games every week, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum. You can join us on Twitter at guitar nerds, on Periscope at guitar nerds, on Instagram at guitar nerds. Uh, you can head over to the YouTube at, uh, not at that's not how YouTube works. YouTube.com forward slash guitar nerds videos. Or you can follow us individually. I'm at Mark underscore random. Matt is at Matt underscore Nightsy. Jay is at J-A-Y-B-N-1. And if for any reason, some deluded reason, some ridiculous, stupid, wrong-headed reason, you would want to follow Joe Branton, he is at Joseph underscore 900. While he's not here, and I love this. the fact that we he's always... not listening, no. go to at Joseph underscore 900 on Twitter. And what do we want people to tweet him? Burger Urge. That's what you need to tweet. At Joseph underscore 900. Burger Urge. Because now that we've talked about grubs... I've burger got a, Urge it, with a question mark. Yeah, Burger Urge question burger mark. Burger Urge? Yeah, very much. Do that and we'll all be very happy. Um, see you next week. Thanks, gang. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>